I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Hi, welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. This is Kate, and I'm recording this intro solo, though Mike is in this episode. Today, we have a special interview with three of our empresses from the Origin Collective, which is our membership for mom entrepreneurs who want to have more by doing less. So today is a sneak peek behind the scenes of Origin so you can get to know these women, get to know about their lives, their businesses, how they are navigating motherhood and entrepreneurship with the Origin Collective at their side. So we have today Autumn Saunders, Maya Young, and Tamika Awai, and I'm really excited for you to get to know them and to hear about how this community has supported them in their self-care, in their business growth. Maya has even found a business partner within the community and is launching a product and a podcast. Tamika has changed the way she works with clients and Autumn has shifted some things in her life and she's created a really beautiful intentional life with simplicity and intergenerational living that I think you'll be really interested to hear about. So I'm going to turn it over to the episode. And of course, if you want to learn more about Origin, go to origincollective.com. The doors are open for a very limited period of time. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to the Kate and Mike show. I'm Kate. This is Mike. And today we have three special guests for you. We have Autumn Saunders, Maya Young, and Tamika Awai. Although, Tamika, I probably just pronounced your last name incorrectly. Would you you like to correct (laughs) it? No, you got a bang on. You win. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) These ladies are members of our Origin community, and we wanted to introduce you to them because they have beautiful businesses, beautiful families, and they're rocking it. And we just wanted to kind of give you a behind-the-scenes look at some of our empresses of origin. We call one another empresses because we are all running empires of one kind or another, whether it's from our kitchen table or from a boardroom or some combination of those things. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So thrilled to have you. Thanks for taking time out this morning. So first of all, I would love to have you just kind of, we'll, we'll go one to the next, And just have you share about when you joined Origin and where you live and what's your business and also how many kids you have and what are their ages. So we're going to go ahead and start with Maya. All right. I'm Maya. I live in Falmouth, Maine, and I have two kids. I've got a five-year-old boy and an eight-year-old girl, and I am a health coach. I graduated from IIN in January of this year, but I've been practicing as a health coach for about a year now, and I joined Origin in May, I believe, (laughs) and yeah, it was one of those things that I've been following Kate, I know Kate, you know, in person, in real life, (laughs) too. So pretty much, you know, I love everything that that you do. And I knew that you had this membership community coming up. And so, you know, as soon as I saw the price, I just said, yes, I need this. And it's been, I've had no regrets at all. It's been a beautiful experience. Awesome. Thanks, Maya. And how about you, Tamika? 
Hey there, this is Tamika, and I have two kids. I have a two-year-old boy and a eight-year-old girl, and I am in Milton, Ontario, which is just outside of Toronto in Canada, and I run a content creation and PR agency for <laughs> online thought leaders, and I joined, you know what, I'm going to steal Maya's answer because I actually can't remember when I joined Origin. It just feels like I've always been in there, but I think it was May. <laughs> I think it was May when you opened that. And yeah, I guess that's a testament to how much I'm loving the community. It just kind of feels like, oh, this is right. I've been here for a while and totally thrilled with the decision too. Thank you. And how about you, Autumn? Hi, Kate. So I have three boys. The oldest is 29, so I have one grown, and then two at home, 15 and 12. And I homeschool my 12-year-old, and my 15-year-old goes to school. So I've got a lot of different things going on, mother-wise. And I live in Milford, New Jersey, which is right along the banks of the Delaware River. So it's a rural part of New Jersey, but just right in between New York and Philadelphia. So I kind of get the best of both worlds here. And my business is called Mother Arts. And... Mother Arts is really about creating a new paradigm of health and vitality and well-being for women. And I have always been a creative person with all sorts of mediums. Right now, I teach Nia Technique, which is a dance, a holistic dance fitness class for mind, body, emotion, and spirit. And I use movement as healing, as medicine, and... I also was a doula, mostly postpartum, and I help women using my doula skills of listening, showing how to really become your own self-healer. And so really that's what the business is about, and it has it's evolving. And Origin has been a huge part of that. I joined Origin in, I think it was May, it might have been June, but whenever it was opened up a few months ago, and it really has been like the missing piece for me. One thing that was really missing for me is the sisterhood. And that has been so empowering. And I have friends and I have women in my life, but something about being with women in a safe space, community, where I'm getting the entrepreneurship piece. So Autumn, what was it that had, can you talk a little bit about what was the decision to have your one son, your 15-year-old in school, and then your 12-year-old in homeschool. I'm just yeah, so curious. Did you have the same question? Yeah. I'm just mm -hmm. curious. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't start off homeschooling, even though that was my dream. That was not uh, financially feasible. So my kids went to school, and then they went to a public school, and then they went to a Waldorf school, which is, was like my dream, too. And for my younger son, he just had a lot of kind of sensory stuff going on. It was hard for him to be in large groups all the time. And it was just stressful for him. And I realized that he needed a break. Yeah. So he came out of school and then he went back to school the next year, decided that he wanted to. And then he was like, no, it's too much. So he's been home for two years and it just works better for us. And so it is a little tricky though with, both of them, you know, in different places. The 15-year-old, he really likes school. Cool. Yeah. I love and that you're able to adapt to both of their needs and really well, listen to what he needs. Yeah. I mean, I happen to be in a position right now where we live a lifestyle, which is very simple. We live in a tiny house, and we just keep it very, very simple so that I can 
live that kind of life and do those things. And so it's a choice. I really value being able to make those choices. So beautiful. Do you live in an actual tiny house or just a small house? So we live in a, it's not an actual tiny house that was built to be a tiny house, okay. but we live in a multi-generational. We live with my father-in-law and my partner's cousin's family in a house that has three units. It's this really old, funky, cool kind of house that has a part that used to be Chris, my partner's, his mother's art studio, and mm-hmm. she passed away about 10 years ago, maybe a little longer. And so, long story short, there was some configurations that happened. His, Chris's aunt passed away a few years ago who lived here, and there was like a gap where in order to keep the house, someone needed to move in or it needed to be rented. And because it's not like a regular house, you know, it was hard to rent. And so we decided to move in here. And so we live in this family compound, we call it. Wow. Um, Lovingly, the hip-billy homestead is what we call it. (laughs) You know, chickens in the backyard and there's, you know, it it looks kind of like you're in, you know, Appalachia, but we're in New Jersey, like right in town. So, uh, yeah, and it's worked out, you know, it's been interesting, but our ceilings are really low and it literally is like 550 square feet. So with four of us living here, sometimes five. Hmm. Amazing. Well, I love that. Intentional living at its best. Cool. Thanks for that. So I have a question for the three of you. I don't think anybody really answered that in the beginning, but like, why did you decide, you know, when you looked at origin, what, what, what was about it that was like, this is for me? This is Maya. I think for me, I had just finished B school. I was in B school. I think, yeah, B school just had finished in May and I loved it. I loved my local community, but I also felt like I needed a little bit more support with both mothering and my business because I just got divorced in December. So there I was in kind of a shift with my personal life of becoming, you know, of being a single mom. And then I was also in this shift of, you know, creating, you know, following my passion with my business. And I just felt like I needed that extra support and everything about it, you know, both, you know, supporting entrepreneurs that are also mothers or, you know, mothers of pets or, you know, (laughs) all the things, (laughs) you know, it just was, it was just one of those things where it was like, okay, this is the universe presenting me what I need in this moment. So yes, please. How about you, Tamika? For me, I was just like tribe. I'm like, oh, they're talking about business and motherhood and all the metaphysical kind of, you know, for lack of better words, woo stuff that I'm, that's my, you know, day to day, every day. It felt right for me. Like I'd seen a lot of groups that were either really heavy on the business and not so much, you know, talking about mom life or talking about kind of a, not, to me, it didn't seem like a real sort of depiction of what it is what it's like to be a mother I'm like who are these women what like I don't you know no judgment but what is going on here what's wrong what's wrong with me <laughs> you know and then and then and then Kate like you you really drew me in with like you know talking about cycles and seasons and talking about mean cycle and periods and all you know <laughs> stuff that like are also not being talked about in other mom groups right it just like, hmm, there's like, this is for me. And a longtime accountability buddy of mine, who's also a mama and 
we were like just having a regular chat and she mentioned it and it kind of came into my field some other way. I was like, oh, okay, well, there's two check marks, so let's, uh, let's do this. And I didn't really do too much thinking after that. It was kind of like, okay, let's go. An intuitive kind of, you know, lots of physical signs and like just be intuitive. Like, yep, yeah, these are my peeps. Awesome. Cool. And how about you, Autumn? So I was looking for the sisterhood. One of the things that I had done pretty recently in the last year, I went to the experience weekend with Mama Gina at the School of Womanly Arts. Yeah. And it really hit home for me in the hugest way. The sisterhood was missing and I longed for it, wanted it, was trying to create it. And somehow I felt that there was something about women who wanted more. I mean, I'm around a lot of moms and I love that. I'm not around a lot of moms that also have businesses. So that's the part I was missing. And when Origin came up, I'm pretty sure it was, it was an Instagram post and someone had liked it and it was the mom guilt. Uh, that one caught me. And I think I've said some kind of response and, and then I just started, you know, noticing Kate and like, Oh, what's this woman about? You seemed really different. And really I felt it was so at the core of what it is like to be a woman and a mom and an entrepreneur and, and balancing all of these things. And that there was no pretense. I really felt your genuineness and that was attractive to me. And so when it came up and it was, you know, $30 a month, which I think that month was like, you know, the last 30 extra dollars I had, it was kind of, you know, Oh my gosh, but you know what? I got to get in there before the doors close because I need to see what this is about. And it has been really life changing. And I had also bought your mother's course of the female body on Hay House yeah. a few months before that. And I've been totally into the cycles and I know about the moon cycle stuff, but I hadn't really gotten as deep. And so I was loving that and really thinking about how can I bring this to women in my life and in my business. And when I got into origin and you start talking about that stuff or it was the videos that you had, the sustainable success uh, mm -hmm. videos. And I was like, Oh my God, like she's taking this and applying it to business. I was like, how brilliant. Now I didn't realize you were your mother's daughter. Okay. And I've been following her for years. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so it wasn't until she was, you did the Maven masterclass with her and you guys are together and you're like my mom. And I was like, what? It's like, oh, duh. Like I get it. But so I just wanted to let you know that, that you really stood on your own and I really didn't even get the connection until you said it. And then it, it made sense. But what you've done is just really taken that and the application of it is just, you know, a whole new original thing. So I feel like origin is just you know the perfect name for it. And it's inspired me to take that even further. And that's part of the project that I'm working on right now. That's very cool. And I will tell you, Autumn, just to be super transparent, one of my hangups historically has been about feeling like, oh God, you know, is my whole career because of my mother and da da da. So I can't even tell you, it does Every time somebody's like, I had no idea you were her daughter, it does, it really, it like heals a little part of me. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, yeah. 
Thank you so much. You're you're your own girl. (laughs) I appreciate it. So I'd love to know, and whoever wants to can start, what like specific piece of content, do you remember a specific video or a specific conversation in the group or a specific how-to or something that has had the biggest impact for you? I'll jump in. It's Tamika. Going through like the upward cycle of success, that like made so much sense over the course of of my entrepreneurship. Like it just really struck me in such a powerful way because, you know, when you are growing, you know, and I'm sure the other ladies can relate as you're growing into your business and, you know, things are changing and shifting and you're figuring things out. And sometimes you're like, I don't know what the hell is going on today. Knowing that, like being able to look back at my career as an entrepreneur and see what stage I was in and really understand what was going on for me and kind of like heal that part send myself some compassion and really embrace where I am today like that just has made so much of a difference for me it's been it's been permission to be where I am and to not make whatever kind of happened in the past or how things went or shifts that I've chosen to make like they don't mean anything they just that was part of that cycle and this is where I am today and it's going to change as I spiral up as well so yeah, that just was a really powerful exercise for me. And I find myself using it, like applying it to where I am in my business. I use it when I'm looking at kind of where I am in the month and kind of relating it to the moon cycles as we do in origin and really trying to make a practice of focusing on what's best for that time, for that phase. And yeah, and just really embracing it as opposed to sort of fighting it and kind of letting my type A ambitious <laughs> Leo self, you know, get out of control, be like, no, we want to be here today. Just, yeah, letting myself be where, where I am and realizing the beauty in, in that space. So when you come up against like one of those, I don't know what to call it, but it's one of those where I should be doing this, this, and this, but, you know, it's paying attention to your, the cycle, the upward cycle of where you're at currently, where you're currently in it. How do you adjust you know how do you navigate through that as you're going i don't know how else to say this but yeah i mean if does that make sense am i just yeah yeah, no it makes sense it makes sense that's a good question i think what i've become clear about is just being in touch with my emotions and realizing that like if something feels too foresee then it probably is if it's not working there's probably a reason why And so in those moments, it's just kind of like, I usually, I'm like a stop drop and just like, (laughs) just drop what I'm doing. And I usually journal, I usually take on some sort of quiet practice to, you know, kind of consult with them and look, you know, what's really going on here? Like, does this really need to be done today or like this? Or is this goal really important right now? Or is this something that you're forcing? And then really kind of with respect to my, to where I am in my business right now, just I'll actually like pull out the PDF that we have and and just kind of go through the check boxes again. Okay. Remember this is what's like, this is what's good for this time. Like what can you do instead that gives you that, like, you know, that shifts the energy and has you not feeling like you're pushing a friggin' boulder up a hill. And instead, you know, like feels a little more graceful and easeful because that's, you know, that's what I'm going for. You know, like everyone's what everyone is looking to have or to experience out of their business is a little bit different. But for me, you know, I'm kind of done with the, yeah, done with boulder pushing. And so it's like, okay, what can I do that's graceful and useful and still moving me forward in the phase that I'm in? Nice. Hmm. 
That's great. And for you other ladies, what's been a piece of, you know, a specific piece of content within Origin that, that's been impactful for you? This is Maya. I agree as far as like the cycles. I actually have, there's a cycle for everything, that PDF up on my, the wall of my office, which talks about all the different types of cycles, you know, whether it's the seasonal cycle or female cycle or the moon cycle, that sort of thing. And it's been a really great tool to just be a little bit more connected with myself. And I know Michaela, my business partner that we're developing a course and some other things, you know, we are constantly talking to each other. And so if she's in a place where she's like, this is really hard for me to whatever, write a blog post or create a image or, you know, whatever it is, I'll literally say, okay, well, where, like, all right, here we are in the moon and where are you in your cycle? And maybe you should just do a brain dump and like get it all out of your head and then like check back in. So it's just been, you know, not only is it a really good support for myself, but it's been a great tool you know, to have somebody that's a business partner that's also origin member because we both have the same, you know, that same content and that same material to work with and then still remind each other of it. So I think that it's really been helpful to just, you know, go at things with ease, you know. So like both Michaela and I are single parents and we have, you know, stuff that churns up in our personal lives. And then we'll be like, well, it's okay. Like you can just like, just marinate with that for a little bit and then just let that flow out of you. And then, you know, tomorrow you're probably going to write like five blog posts, you know, like it's okay to just like be where you're at, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that you guys have printed out the PDFs and are using them. That makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> like so great. And then how about you, Autumn? It's hard to pick one thing. I use a lot of the handouts. I'm not a, I'm a person that doesn't do the homework. So the, the fact that the sheets are there is so helpful for me because I know that I can use them anytime. So I love having the PDFs and I print them out and I use them sometimes and I don't use them other times, but I know that I have this form available when I need it, which really helps to ground me. So the times that I have used the different things like the energy tracker or the daily planner is just been a tremendous boost. And uh, I'm trying to discipline myself to use it all the time. And with that, I'll say that what I love about origin as well is that I don't feel like I did it wrong. If I don't use the tools all of the time, it's like there's this permission there to really be where you are and feel supported wherever I am in my journey, which goes through into the Facebook group, which I love being part of that community. And also with the Maven masterclasses, I haven't watched all of them, but in the ones that I have watched, I always feel this connection, like it's just keeping it real. Like I don't feel like, I feel we are, we're all in this together. And no matter what stage that a woman is at in her business, we all respect and value the fact that you know she's showing up and I feel really supported that there just isn't competition in it. And that for me is just gold. And so also the astrology and I've always used astrology, but having everything in like this one-stop shopping 
that one place I can go to and like, oh, today I need to hear the astrology. And then it's like really streamlined my life so that I don't get distracted. And that's really awesome. So I love that about it. That's great. Very cool. Yeah, our, I love Jennifer Rassiopi is actually our resident astrologer in origin for you listening, and she's going to be a guest on our podcast talking about lunar logic and how to organize your life according to the cosmos, how to organize your life yeah. and business according to the cosmos. So she'll be coming up. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, subscribe so that you can make sure you don't miss that episode. So now I'd love to know... What specific changes, I mean, you guys have touched on this already, but if there's anything else you want to add and not, you know, everybody can go or you can, you know, skip this question or whatever, but what specific changes have you noticed in your business since being a member of Origin? This is Maya. So for me, it feels like I met Michaela, my business partner through Origin, and she simply made she wrote a post asking you know for other health coaches or life coaches to do a mastermind and so we created this mastermind and then we decided that we really we really liked each other so we were we were okay with it just being you know the two of us and it's been this like amazing balance where if i was trying to do this by myself because we're doing a course, we're doing a podcast, we're writing a book, we're doing all these things that like, honestly, you know, before May would have felt like, like that could never happen. So it's just like given me this boost of self-confidence and the, the creativity has flowed because I think it's just created this like safe place to just be authentic and I know I've said this to you, Kate, that like, see, I think I posted in the group last week that, you know, you did a how-to video and you, you know, sneezed <laughs> twice. And I was like, that is awesome. Cause I can just, I can just like, you know, we record our course and we're just like, okay, it doesn't like, it doesn't have to be perfect because we're real. And that's what people want. They want us as ourselves. And so it's just, it's just given a lot of confidence and comfort and just being able to just be free and creative and know that there's always a resource there for when we do have questions. Nice. So your biggest takeaway is sneezing in videos is okay. I know. It seems so silly. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one that noticed that, but I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze in videos now. <laughs> I definitely... I am many things. A perfectionist is not one of them. No. <laughs> and I just like, oh, I don't feel like starting over. <laughs> the content is just as good with a sneeze. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is, and I know that it's helped Michaela because I, you know, I hop on and do Facebook Lives and I don't care, you know, like my hair is greasy and I don't have makeup on or whatever. And it's been a really great way to kind of encourage Michaela to like, you know, it's okay. Like, no one's going to judge you for this. In fact, they're going to love you more, you know? Yeah. yeah, I learned that a lot from, you know, obviously Brene Brown's work about authenticity and, and vulnerability is so huge. But also, you know, all of Glennon Doyle's work is really about telling the truth and just being who you are. And I was listening to a great podcast that's actually an old one, well, about a year old on the Magic Lessons podcast with Elizabeth Gilbert and Glennon was the final guest. And, you know, I was really reminded of 
like how we really do create connection by telling the truth and being real and not, you know, not letting it, we talked about this, I think last week on the podcast or two weeks ago about social media and what to share and not to share. So it's, it's not to be real and let it all hang out so that you can have like therapy online, but like, (laughs) you you don't want to do it strategically either, but just like to be yourself. I think that's super powerful. So I'm really glad that you and Michaela are bringing that into your business. It's super important. And I think it's also been like really healing to be able to speak our truth, you know, after kind of, you know, some toxic relationship type stuff to be able to just be like, okay, this is what we want to do. This is our passion. And just like say it and then, you know, know that the right people will hear it. Mm. Awesome. Cool. So just a reminder, the question is, what have you noticed specifically for changes in your business since you've been part of Origin? So do either of you other ladies want to weigh in on that? Yeah, this is Autumn. I will. So I have noticed that my business has come into its true healthy rhythm. I would say it's become healthy. And one thing that I specifically am starting to understand now, which I really is huge that with the different phases of the cycle and applying that to business, I realized that I was attempting to be in this visibility place when really inside I personally was in like the fertile void Mm -hmm. and struggling with visibility. And now I see, Oh, well, no wonder I was struggling with, you know, launching and this, I actually opened up, physical studio, like a brick and mortar place. And and then I closed it nine months later. So, but I was not really there yet with the visibility part, which really had to do with, you know, really being out there and marketing and stuff. It was more in emergence. And so I realized that I can just dial it back. And, and when I say dial it back, I guess it's sort of around the circle. So it's not really back. Like it's not backwards to be in, emergence or fertile void, which is kind of what it's our conditioning tells us if you're not out there, like, go get it, go get it. You like failed. Or if you pull back or you kind of go inward, that it's a failure. And so what is happening with origin is that I'm really getting clarity about where my business is and different parts of my business, and then able to move from a place that's solid because if I know that I'm in the fertile void or I know that I'm in emergence, then I can start from where I'm actually at instead of where I think I am. And that doesn't really work. So that's really been for me the big aha. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Hmm. Thank you. And I'll say as a result of that, things are happening in my business. So by doing that and being more honest with where I am, with the egg wisdom and you know, sitting back a little bit, I had two or three offers for people asking me to come and teach and do workshops that wasn't happening before. Like that I'm not going out and pitching, I'm having people show up and that happened three times since I've been in origin. So it really works. Very cool. Wow, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Tamika, do you want to weigh in on this one? Yeah, I mean, I feel what I was sharing about not pushing the boulders anymore, that yeah, was a, that's yes. like been a huge, you know, but I think really what it boils down to has been 
focusing on myself as the most important thing in my business has made all the difference because my energy, the way that I approach like the, the energy, like physical energy and the energy energy that I bring to everything. I'm really, I'm focused on myself as being the, like the thing that runs everything as opposed to trying to fit myself into whatever task, whatever goal I'm trying to achieve, if that makes any sense, right? It's like, it comes from me first. I have to focus on how I feel, mind, body, heart, what's going on, you know, kind of in the cosmos first, and then build out from that as opposed to the other way around. And it's just creating a lot more ease and flow and physical results as well. I think, whereas before I would have been focusing on, well, you know, what's the number I want to hit? What's the clients? And, And, you know, kind of like almost taking myself out of the equation and and sort of flipping that has has really, yeah, has made a lot of a difference for me personally. Beautiful. And then I was going to ask same question, but what, but different, what have you noticed as, so how is it the same question if it's different? It's the same beginning of the question. (laughs) (laughs) What, if anything, have you noticed as far as changes in your mothering or in your other relationships in your life as a result of being a member of Origin? (laughs) This is Maya. I think with my kids, I have definitely been a lot more patient with them because I'm aware that I have cycles and I'm aware that they have cycles Mm -hmm. and that they have fluctuations and then they have, you know, outside things that happen that may, you know, cause them distress and, you know, and so like if they have a hard time, like just kind of, you know, being there for them, which is, you know, something that I had tried for before, but I feel like it's just kind of like smoothed my edges a little bit about it. And then I have some, I've got a group of like really good girlfriends and we've been through a lot together and I've been able to kind of carry over, you know, that connection with the cycles in my support for them, you know? So if they're having like a hard time and can't even like function, you know, just giving them permission to just be, be there, you know, and like, and that will probably shorten the length of the struggle if you stop fighting it, you know? So, I mean, that's, I don't know if that's specific enough, but that's kind of just, you know, being easy on myself, being easy on my kids, being easy with my friends and, you know, loved ones and all that. So. Cool. Thank you. Anyone else want to weigh in? Yeah, for sure. This is Tamika. The bit about asking for help, that how-to was really powerful for me. And so it's really been, I don't know, I've just found myself asking for and allowing in a lot more support since I've been in the group because I'm seeing in our group regularly, people are asking for help and feedback and ideas all the time about being supported and how to, you know, ask for help. So like, it's the constant reminder, oh, like, how can I make this easier on myself by just asking for some help and maybe not trying to do everything by myself and then you went ahead Kate and like did that actual Q&A on it and the how-to on it that for me was just you know just having the giving myself the permission having some like tangible kind of steps on the how-to and just making it kind of a non-negotiable for me because I'm realizing how much easier it is to navigate through 
cycles when you're allowing yourself to be supported in the way that you need to at that particular time. It just, you know, it's like, oh, well, duh, this makes sense. And it's a priority for me now. Do you remember like a specific time recently where you asked for help where maybe you wouldn't have before? Yeah, I can. I think it was like just shortly after you posted that video, I was asking for, it was like, you know, it would have been easy enough for me to go and like pick up the kids. Like it's something totally simple, but it would have just yeah. been easy for me to go about the routine. And like, I, I'm the one that usually does the morning drop-offs and pickups because I'm closer. And in this particular case, it would have been like a real crunch. Like I would have been, you know, just really stressed, probably trying to run a red light. Like, you know, just wouldn't have been <laughs> like, I could have got it done, but instead of just pushing it through, I was just, you know, said to my husband, I was like, oh, do you think you can, you know, is it, does it work in your day to, to swing around a little bit earlier and pick up the little guy from daycare or whatever so I can get the bigger one to where she needs to go? And it was, it was like, of course, no problem. And so it's just so interesting because we're kind of like conditioned to just, well, I'll just figure it out. I'll just do it. And, you know, we find, we find that like actually asking for help, our partners, especially if like they want to help, they want to support us or, you know, Sometimes we don't think of it in advance to offer the help, but as soon as we ask, it's generally like, yeah, you know, sure, no problem. So yeah, just creating like a little bit of ease in my afternoon by asking a simple question that was like, no, what for a hubby like that? Just like, wow, why wasn't I doing that before? Duh. And I've done it a couple of times since then. (laughs) It's been helpful. I love that because it's such a great example of like, you weren't having an emergency, you know, it was a simple ask and you could have done it. But you created ease in your day by not pushing. And probably your husband had a lovely time picking up the little one at daycare because honestly, that's like really, a, I don't know, I find it quite a joyful thing to do. Although Penelope cries when I pick her up from daycare. We never know what we're going to get with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I always have to tell her like, okay, we're going to go for a smoothie or like, dad, I can't wait. I'm like always trying to come up with a story why she needs to come home with me. But anyway, (laughs) I just, I, I just want to point out how brilliant it is of you to notice the crunch in yourself and notice the tendency to feel like, Oh, I'll just figure it out, but then do a new behavior because that's really like, yeah, it's nice to ask for help when there are big, huge, dramatic situations. But you know, when we're on the bathroom floor sobbing, it is easier to ask for help in some ways than when it's like, oh, I'm just a little pressed for time picking up my kid at daycare. But it's the asking for help in those smaller moments that then, A, I think prevent more of those bigger meltdowns. And also it just creates a life that feels better. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. I just, I love that example. And I think it's something we all, you know, can work on and retrain ourselves around. Yeah. Does anyone else want to throw in anything on just like a difference in your relationships or your parenting since being um, in origin? Yeah, it's autumn. I, uh, I, I love the help thing. I totally, all that's there and smoothing the edges, both of those things, huge. And I'll just add to that through those, those things that Maya and Tamika just talked about. I totally resonate with. I realized that, you know, I'm happier. I have connections with a women that are supportive and I feel it makes me feel normal. <laughs> like, you know, oh, 
oh, I don't have it totally together. Okay, like, well, other people don't too. And they're making a lot more money than I am. And, you know, we all share the same stuff. And so it really helps me to just feel better. And when I feel better, then everyone in my, in my household feels better. And it's just lighter and it's more joyful and not like it's all perfect all the time or anything, but it just is creating a lot more of a balance and a better, you know, just a better situation. We're just being happier. You know, they say when the mom is happy, the whole family is happy. So that's really just been, been amazing to have that. I'm so happy to hear that. That's really great. Awesome. Mike, do you have anything else you wanted to ask these beautiful women? No, I don't have any more questions. No. Anything else that any of you feels that people need to know about your experience or origin? Do it. It's just, if you're ready to step in, you know, that's a phrase from Mia class. We step in with an intention and a focus into the circle, into the class, and then it's so powerful, you know. It's just a safe place to step in. And I do want to mention something about origin specific that I want to thank Kate for. When the thing came up about the, you know, the horrible incident in Charlottesville, the racial incident, and, you know, and you can't see me, but I'm a person of color. I'm mixed. I'm half white, half African-American. So I've really had that experience in my life. And I just felt like what you said, Kate, and how you brought forward the conversation in such a loving way and in such an open way and a healing way was beautiful. And I really champion that kind of communication. And we need that between women. And I, during that time, I've been on other Facebook groups And there was a lot of friction and there was a lot of tension between women and even on groups like Waldorf Tag Sale, which has nothing to do with, you know, anything. But, you know, people were like having these arguments and, you know, it got really nasty. And I was like, wow, what is going on here? And I'm a person that just doesn't say anything, you know, political or anything on Facebook or, you know, I just, I hold the value for humanity inside of myself. And if I need to speak up, I will, but I don't, you know, try to tell people what to do or anything. But I just felt like your boldness and your, you know, putting it out there, your experience, you told this story about this interaction you've had with this African-American man. And, and I just, I feel like that is, is what's going to, heal us. You know, the women are going to be the ones that, you know, care for all the children. We care for the children and we have our men alongside with us. And, you know, I'm a mother of three boys. So, you know, I'm raising men. It's like all those tough conversations, there needs to be a safe space for them. And it is part of our whole world. And so I'm really appreciating that. And what it said to me is that, you are the real deal and that origin and your business is not just for yourself. Of course, you and all of us want to have a happy and good and abundant life, but I, we're also here to serve. And I feel that that is real from you. And I want to be a part of that and I want to grow that. And so I feel that any woman who is seeking that 
you know, get on in here. <laughs> we want more of you. So that, that's how I feel about it. Thank you, Autumn. I'm really happy that, you know, struck you in a beautiful way. That was absolutely the intention. And I feel like I am somebody who is a chronic avoider of difficult conversations. So I just, you know, try to do the opposite behavior <laughs> as much as possible <laughs> and, and have those conversations because you're right. That is where healing comes from. So thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Well, I want to just thank you ladies for being here, for being part of Origin. I've mentioned in many of my emails to our community that I created Origin because it's what I wanted and I was pleasantly thrilled to see that so many other thousands of women want it as well. So thanks for being part of it from the beginning. It's really an honor to be with you in the group every day and to serve you with what we're creating. So please, you know, let us know if there's anything that we can add or change to make it better because we always want to make sure that it's what you need. Thank you for thank being you. here. Thank, thank, you. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you for being such an amazing space. And all the links to these ladies' websites are in the show notes, so you can go check out their amazing work. And also, if where, you're... Where do they find the show notes? I actually don't know. Where Kate do you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. KateNorthrup.com forward slash podcast. Oh, yeah. Is where the show notes are located. They are. You'll find them right there. <laughs> and also, if you want to learn more about Origin, you can head over to OriginCollective.com. The doors are opening on October 17th. So in the meantime, we have our Sustainable Success Workshop going on, and that will teach you about what these women were talking about, the upward cycle of success and using the cycles and seasons to plan your business and to optimize your mothering. So you can find both of those things over at origincollective.com. So thank you again, Autumn. Thank you, Maya. Thank you, Tamika. It's an honor to be with you this morning and have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. This is Kate, and I would love to invite you to be part of the Origin Collective. This is the membership that we've created for entrepreneurial moms and also non-moms, we have lots of non-moms too, who want to have more by doing less, who want to grow their businesses and their families simultaneously in a way that is sustainable and doesn't just include working harder. So you can learn more over at origincollective.com. The doors are open for a very limited time and we only open the doors to the public twice a year. So if you're interested, head over to origincollective.com and we'll see you there.